0: Michael Max, the host of Geological. This is one of the podcast member episodes, and I wanted to share a few minutes with you as it captures the spirit and the essence of this conversation. I hope you enjoy this bit of essential chi, and if you'd like to listen to the complete conversation along with the other 250 plus episodes we have, then visit the website and sign up for a monthly or annual membership.
1: So Chinese pole star astrology shows us where we have a strong capacity to push into something and apply a like a yang activity kind of approach. Some of half of the stars are yang in nature, half of the stars are yin in nature. But then there are other areas where you don't really have to push or you really can trust and sit back in our grind culture. It's a little hard for us to respect or or recognize that yin power. It's often viewed as manipulative or why did that person get that leg up when in fact that can be an expression of yin power that the person was born with through ancestral causes or through past life causes. The language changes in Polestar because there's uh, an influence of Confucianism, Taoism, Buddhism. Chinese view resists this didactic kind of teaching of this is what reality is. Chinese view has this idea of, okay, well this works from this tradition, let's use it, let's keep it. Mm-hmm. And that works from this tradition, let's use it, let's keep it. We don't know how they all fit together perfectly. It's not always neat and tidy. And, and the Song Dynasty court environment was open-minded, it was so well resourced that they were really able to bring in they had travelers from all over the world it must have been something like paris in the 1920s or mm-hmm. new york city in the 80s or where there was like all kinds of people from all over the place checking it out and sharing what it's like where they're from and china just absorbed it all and and took what worked and and that's how chinese polestar star astrology developed it uses the math from the Persian and the Indian traditions. It maintained remnants of older tribal tra- traditions. Some of the constellations Ken Ming used to teach could no longer even, or can no longer be seen in the night sky. They're so old. This tradition rests on such, a, such ancient traditions. And yet in terms of the astrology that we have today, it's a newer one, Song Dynasty. That's not that long ago. But then they reformulated it to reflect this uniquely Chinese worldview. So it's secular and it's spiritual. It recognizes the six realms of being, but it roots it in the human experience. It's not about, it recognizes the importance of rites and rituals, acknowledging gods and ghosts and, you know, demons and etc. But it's interested in our human experience and our, our community and our, our ancestors. Our, our placement within our ancestral stream and our particular unique representation of that for our family.
0: I'm really curious about what you just said there with the ancestral energy and like where we are in our ancestral stream. You know, especially here in the West, we like to think, oh, I'm an individual. I've got a family, but yeah, we'll often look at the people of Asia and, and especially watch some of the rituals with what we, I think, often pejoratively call ancestor worship, and miss that there is something that comes down through the people who have lived that comes down to us. There's something of their experience that, had it not been successful for them, we wouldn't be here. And so I'm curious to know more about that aspect of it.
1: Clearly, the ancestors are very important in Chinese thought.
0: Mm.
1: And when we look at our bodies, here we are, we're Chinese medicine practitioners at root, right? So we're working with our body, mind, total experience. And like, where can we point to in our bodies and our experience and, and know where can we point to that's not coming from our parents? And yet one of the things that Polestar can help us with is this conundrum of, but aren't I an individual what if I don't have strong fate to be living with my family or having strong fate with my parents, with my siblings? And the Chinese Polestar chart can really show us where those ancestral gifts might be rooted in other houses. So for some people, if you have a really strong house of career, for instance, the and the old name for the house of career is actually the the travel, Palace, not the career palace, the travel palace. And so There's so many translation issues that come up. And I was fortunate when I studied with, with Liu Ming to watch him design and, and redesign. I can think of like at least twice <laughs> where, he, where he would play with what he wanted to call the stars, how he wanted to translate the stars and even how he wanted to translate the houses themselves. So a chart that would have been inauspicious in the old world in China, which would have maybe an exalted career palace, would be very auspicious today. It would mean, oh, look at this chart. And a mother would be very proud. My my child's going to fly all over the world and work in all these different places and see all these different people and all these ways of life and get to go far from home, which in the old world, that's an exile chart. That's a that's an ancestral. So our context is very important. I think that's one of the things that, that Liu Ming was very deft at was understanding how to translate for Westerners, how to really appreciate and recognize the Western experience. But I think he also appreciated a broad scope of the Chinese view and could even see its connection from way back in antiquity, all the way up to more cosmopolitan Chinese ways. He could see that through line and he could help bridge and interpret those two. So it's not an obstacle, the ancestor thing. It's in, in to, to answer your question, it's not an obstacle. And sometimes, sometimes our, our ancestral, our karmic issue with our family come out in the public sphere. Some people's charts, they've got tons of energy on the more community side, career side, property palace, uh, property palace, assistants, bosses, work in the world. And Other people are working out their karma in the home sphere, on the home side of the chart, family, marriage, children, etc. So it's almost, sometimes Ming would say, sometimes Ming would say that we're working with our ancestors, but our ancestors are possessing, let's see, how would he say it? Sometimes Ming would say our ancestors are almost possessing those people who are not our family. So we're working with our family, even when we're not.
0: This sounds a little bit like modern family systems psychotherapy. Hmm. A little bit. You know this idea that there are certain patterns that we inherit from our family. They come, they truly come through our family line, and in the ways that relationships were worked out or not worked out over time, that comes down to us as a kind of inheritance, and then we recreate those relationships out in the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's curious to see how these different ways of looking at the world. Are pointing toward a similar, I'm gonna call it, I don't wanna call it an energetic dynamic, but a, actually, I wanna come back to Ming. I wanna come back to life. I wanna come back to destiny. That there's, I suspect when you talk about destiny, you're talking about the character Ming. Is that correct? There is plenty more to this conversation, and as a member of the Geological website, you have access to all of it plus access to all of the conversations that we have. Sign up to be a member and enjoy all that we have to offer.